Welcome to the Hassel Hotline, and today I'm going to be talking about the Northern March and the Shanghai Massacre. The Northern March was from 1926 to 1928, and the Shanghai Massacre happened on April 12th, 1927. Okay, so... Let's start with the Northern March. Now, what were the causes of the Northern March? Well, firstly, the death of Dr. Sun Yishan in 1925 saw Zhang Zhejie become the leader of the GMD. And Zhang Zhejie was very eager to destroy the warlords and reunite China. So, the Huangpu Military Academy in Guangdong had produced a national revolutionary army called the NRA. And this NRA was very superior to a lot of the warlords' armies. It was about 100,000 strong, and it was equipped with the latest Russian and German weapons. So Zhang Zhejie personally relied on the Russian military advisor Galen to help him with his strategies. The NRA was supported by the Communist Farmers Movement Training Institution, uh, which Mao worked on. So... Propaganda from this institute persuaded many peasants to serve as guides and laborers for the NRA against their warlords. The declared political objectives of the NRA were to protect the welfare of the people. We must overthrow all warlords and wipe out reactionary power so that we may implement three principles and complete national revolution. Again, the three principles in which they are speaking of are the three principles of Dr. Sonia Shen. So, the Northern Exhibition, Expedition sorry, was a combined military operation by the United Front, the first United Front. This is the combined alliance of the GMD and the CCP against the rule of the warlords in Beijing, as well as local warlords. So, this starts on July of 1926, and it targets three of the most powerful warlords, one in Manchuria, one in the Central Plain region, and one on the East Coast. And by uh, the 10th of October 1926, Wuhan had been captured. Also, by this time, the NRA had grown to about a quarter of a million people. By 1927, Nanjing and Shanghai had been captured, and this was achieved by a combination of NRA military success communist propaganda, and <laughs> bribing of many warlords. The United Front ended on the 20th, uh, sorry, the 12th of April, 1927, uh, <laughs> because Zhang Zhejie arranges the massacre of over 5,000 communists with the help of the Green Gang triad in Shanghai. The GMD and NRA then press on along uh, north, and by June of 1928, Beijing had been captured, and Zhang Zhejie then sets up a new capital of a unified China in Nanjing, and this unified China with Nanjing as its capital is recognized by foreign powers. So, very brief, but you get the gist of what happened. So, what are the effects of this? Well, the CCP has to flee. The communists are left with little alternative uh, other than to fight the GMD. So after the Shanghai massacre, massacre, massacre sorry, they're forced to flee um, the Jiangxi province and set up a Soviet, the Jiangxi Soviet 
which they will eventually abandon again in 1934 with the Long March. So, major effect, it weakens and um, forces the CCP to flee. A uh, second thing effect is that the war problem is not fully resolved. So many warlords that you didn't get rid of the warlords. The warlords simply formed alliances with the GMD to avoid being destroyed. Uh, there was little resistance as warlords simply surrendered to the approaching GMD troops because a lot of the warlord armies would mutiny and join the GMD. They continued the infighting amongst themselves, the warlords did, and still treated the peasants badly, which led to continual resentment of Zhang Zhejie's new government. However, with this northern march, the stability of Zhang Zhejie's position is strengthened. Unfortunately uh, for the Chinese people, he will rule as a dictator. Uh, he is the chairman of the military committee, he's the commander-in-chief, he's the prime minister, and he's the head of the GMD party. And his new regime is supported by the army. And so Zhang Zhejie is able to enforce control through a secret police called the Military Bureau of Statistics. Also, most of his support comes from rich commercial elites in the cities and uh, richer landowners and peasants in the countryside. Okay, so the Shanghai Massacre happens on the 12th of April, 1927. Why does this happen? Okay, so in 1923, Sun Yishan had concluded an alliance with the Soviet Union after being denied recognition by the Western powers. Okay, common turns arrive with weapons and give GMD financial and military support. But in return, as you may remember, the GMD has to cooperate with the CCP to form a united front. Sun Yishan agrees to let individual communists join the GMD as long as they remain loyal. But covert communist activity soon attracted opposition amongst many of the right-wing GMD members, and this leads to a GMD split. Since the death of Sun Yishan in 1925, the GMD was divided between the NRA and Zhang Zhejie on the right, while GMD leader Wang Jingwei, communists, and Soviet agents were more on the left wing. And Zhang Zhejie was concerned to protect business interests of many GMD supporters and was not really all that keen on the CCP. Between January and March of 1927, left-wing elements of the GMD and CCP forces began attacking Western influences in places like Nanjing. Now, Zhang Zhejie needs the support of Western powers in order to take Shanghai. So, by April, Zhang and the right-wing elements of the GMD become determined to purge the party of the communist influence. So... In April 12, 1927, there was a violent suppression of the Communist Party organizations in Shanghai by the GMD. So after capturing Shanghai, the CCP began inciting protests and strikes and demanded the return of a lot of the international concessions that were in Shanghai. Zhang Zhejie immediately makes arrangements with representatives of the commercial classes and the Shanghai underworld to purge Shanghai of the CCP. 
So on the morning of the 12th of April, heavily armed members of a triad group called the Green Gang moved through the international settlements or the concessions to attack the CCP strongholds in the working class districts. The Green Gang met with the leader of the CCP Workers Union to persuade him to change sides, but he refused. So as a result, they beat the crap out of him and buried him alive. Uh, The Green Gang, then aided by troops, uh, rounded up communists and either beheaded them or shot them down. It's it's not pretty. Um, Some were thrown alive into fires of locomotives at the South Railway Station, and the police put the death toll at 400, although many believe that the death toll was more like five to 10,000 people. Uh, fortunately for the CCP, uh, their leader, Zhao Enlai, does escape. So, what are the effects of the Shanghai Massacre? Well, the GMD left-wing government expels Zhang Zheji from the party on the 17th of April. However, the GMD left-wing government is in Wuhan, and so he simply declares a rival GMD government in Nanjing. And Zhang Zheji's financial links with commercial interests in Shanghai enable him to gain more influence, which results in the Wuhan nationalist government collapsing. And uh, Wang Jingwei, who was the leader of that part of the government, has to flee to Europe. Okay. But it does also, the Shanghai massacre also ends any cooperation with the Soviet Union. It's the end of the GMD-USSR cooperation because Stalin recalls all Soviet advisors to GMD, including Galen and Borodin, who were um, people that Zhang Zhejie was kind of really listening to and relying on. And Stalin switches his support to the CCP, inciting the Autumn Harvest Uprising in Nanchang in August of 1927 and later in Canton, but both end up being complete failures with over 300,000 people dying in the anti-communist suppression. So, you know, let's not really mention that, especially for Stalin. Okay, the major effect is that the CCP is forced to flee. They're forced to flee from the urban areas of China and many of the communists like Mao Zedong setting up in Jiangxi and Hunan provinces. So obviously, after the Shanghai massacre, the United Front, this alliance between the CCP and the GMD is going to break down. And it leads to the communists fleeing to provinces that the GMD doesn't have control of, such as the Jiangxi province. In Jiangxi, the CCP sets up the Jiangxi Soviet. It proposes land laws and reduced taxes. The CCP sets up schools. They modernize the living conditions in the countryside. And this transforms the communist Chinese Communist Party's base of support from what they thought was going to be their basis of what the urban proletariat, the urban workers, to the rural peasantry. And this is where there becomes a shift in, you know, the idea because Marxist-Leninism is all about the urban proletariat. Now their base is becoming the rural peasantry. 
Um, the communist Red Army also plays a part in winning the support of the peasants as it had rules of discipline, such as be courteous and polite to people, return all borrowed articles, replace all damaged articles, be honest in transactions, you know, be sanitary. So um, what's happening at this time as well is that a lot of the old CCP leaders um, are discredited and lose their leadership roles. So Day becomes the leader of the armed forces at this time, and Mao Zedong becomes the political leader. So those are some of the major effects of what happened with the Shanghai massacre. So that's just a little recap as to um, the conflicts that were happening during the first United Front, and this will lead on to the Long March. And there's more of your background information. All right. I'm kind of on a roll at the moment, but uh, we'll see how we go. I hope that these are informative, or if not informative, at least a bit of a, oh yeah, now I remember that bit kind of thing to help you with the context. Um, and that'll do me for now. I hope everybody's well, and see you again, talk to you again soon. Bye.